Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to Episode 7 of Connection, Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection, Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Hi there. Welcome back to Connection Not Perfection. My name is Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am your host. And I am so excited that you decided to join me today. Today's show is going to be a little bit different than what I normally do. And I'm going to be talking about some confessions I have to make. And to be honest, my show this week was actually slated to be all about Simon versus the Homo sapiens agenda, which is a young adult book. And it has recently been made into the movie Love, Simon, which I went to see and I've done another um, book to movie comparison with that. I'm saving that for next week because this past weekend, my family and I took a trip to Austin, Texas. It's about a four and a half hour drive for us. And since that trip, I've done a lot of reflecting and I'm going to explain why. First of all, I have been a parent for long enough to know that nothing lasts forever when it comes to the phases that my children go through, right? Like you may feel this way too. Like I know when my children were newborns, it felt like they were never gonna sleep through the night. Like I could imagine my whole life going forward, I'd never get a whole night's sleep ever, ever, ever again. Or potty training, because that kind of lasted forever and was a little bit horrific with at least one of our kids. Um, I don't know if you have those horror stories of potty training, but I sure do. Also, like the making weird noises phase. Can we all say eight-year-old boy together? Am I right? But regardless of the phase, whenever I'm in it, there's a part of my brain that's convinced that it's just going to go on forever and ever, even though I know that that's not true. And I must confess that I'm kind of in that place right now. Some days, or let's be honest, weeks and months with my teens feel like they're never going to end. Can I get an amen to that? Because the emotional endurance that it takes to navigate this season of life is kind of mind boggling sometimes. It's this tightrope walk of leaning in and at the same time giving space to your teen of supporting them, but not smothering them, of giving grace, but not giving in, choosing which hills to battle on, um, and above all, stealing oneself against relentless rejection. It's in the midst of all the hard that sparks of hope tend to appear for me, usually just often enough to keep me going, to reassure me that this too shall pass. And this past weekend was one of those times. My husband and I took the kids on a spontaneous trip to Austin and it was amazing. And we all so desperately needed it. On our trip, we stayed outside the city in a place with a lake view. We did early morning yoga on the balcony. We kayaked on the lake that bisects the city. We ate barbecue. We ate Tex-Mex. We perused the South by Southwest marketplace that was open to everyone. We had a game night at the end of the day, and we laughed and talked and threw down over Uno. It was magical and fleeting because we came home. Sigh. Now, as I've reminded myself each day this week, that glimpse of my family that I had in Austin, it was a gift. 
a respite. It was an oasis for us in a desert of hormones and sibling rivalry and developmentally appropriate rejection of every single thing I try to tell them. Our trip came at the perfect moment on the heels of a really difficult week. A week where my nicer conversations with my teens included some things like, yeah, you're not allowed to go shopping with me again until I let you know otherwise. Or every interaction is the opportunity for you to build trust with me or to break it. And this was not a trust building interaction. These are all things that I said, like, Yes, you have to wear a clean shirt every day, and you can't repeat the shirt two days in a row. Haven't we already had this conversation? Or, no, you cannot go for a run alone at 930 at night. And yes, we do trust you. It's everyone else out there that we don't trust. Or, yes, I am very sorry for speaking to you so harshly when you wouldn't leave my bathroom the first second or third time I asked you to. Now, I love my teens. I love who they are right now in this messy, crazy life that we're living. And I'm super excited to have a front row seat watching them become the people that they're meant to be. A glimmer of their future selves, I would say. Now, I'm not rushing things. I don't want to miss a moment of the process. Well, that's actually a flat out lie because there are definitely some times I'd like to skip over, right? So, I do want to be their biggest cheerleader, their loudest fan, their strongest shoulder to lean on, even when they're making fun of my enthusiasm or hunkering down in the front seat as we drive away from the carpool line. Like, that is such a true story. Seriously, my son was sliding down into the floor of the car because when he opened the door for, to get in at the end of the day, I said, hello, my baby, not thinking because, of course, there were people walking by and he was mortified. So I don't know if I count that as a perk or a a fail. It's kind of half and half in my brain right now. So anyway, I wanted to share this confession with you because I have a feeling I'm not alone in this. I've talked with two many other parents to believe that this isn't something that's universal that we're all going through right now when we have teenagers. So if you're in this same kind of season of hard, my message is for you this week. And that is there is hope and you need to appreciate and revel in those sparks of hope when they appear. That's kind of number one to get through this season, appreciate and revel in the sparks of hope when they appear. Secondly, you still have to do the hard parenting stuff. You have to push through even when you're tired and it would be so much easier to let things slide when you have those hills that come up that you are willing and wanting to do battle on, do it and do it consistently. You can. This isn't going to last forever. Thirdly, hold fast to the fact that the person your teen is in this moment is not who they're going to be forever. They're not gelled yet. Their prefrontal cortexes from every um, science journal and article that I've ever read, those things are not fully formed yet. That's not going to happen for several more years, not until their 20s. And that, my friend, is a hopeful concept to me that my kids are not who they're going to be in this moment right now. They've still got a lot of maturing and growing up to do. Fourthly, cover yourself in an armor. And this armor would come from knowing that the rejection that your team is aiming at you is seriously biologically programmed into them. If they are not rejecting you and 
kind of pushing back at you, that would be more of a cause for concern because the rejection that they're doing right now, the, the, the way that they are separating themselves from you is something that's programmed into them so that they separate and become the adults that they're meant to be. So hang on to that and, and put that knowledge on as your armor that the rejection isn't personal, even though it so often feels that way. And that doesn't mean that um, you don't need to call them on being disrespectful, but just take the rejection with a grain of salt. And um, I remember this Mark Twain quote that I love. I'm sure I'm going to kind of botch it a little bit, but it goes something along the lines of, I was so amazed when I turned 21 at how much my father had learned in the past seven years. So it goes something like that. But the whole idea of once your kids get older, they are going to realize just how much wisdom you have and they will come to you for it hopefully eventually and it may not be until their 30s it may not be until they have their own kids but I promise you I know from all the times that I have called my own mom and apologized profusely to her um, it will happen if it happened with us I am confident that it will happen for you and hopefully for me too and lastly keep an eye out for those glimpses of who your team is becoming. I feel like, um, again, I had that this past weekend with my kiddos. I have just a a small taste and a flavor of what my children are going to be like as adults when we are all hanging out together, hopefully at at some point. Um, I have a picture of who they're going to be, and I am hanging on to that like nobody's business. That is my message for this week, a little bit short and sweet, and I hope you've enjoyed it. If you'd like free resources to help you connect with your teen right now, check out my website, theishgirl.com. I would love to share the tips and strategies that have worked for me with my family, and I, I would love to put those into your hands so that you have them as well. And also, I would love to connect with you personally on Facebook. You can check out my page there. It's facebook.com forward slash the ish girl. Um, I would love to hear about your moments of um, hope and glimmers that you have seen and about who your kids are going to be one day too. And the things that kind of keep you motivated to keep pressing on in this season. Thanks so much for hanging with me today. Until next time from an ish girl who is still basking in the glow from a wonderful weekend in Austin. Just remember, it's all about connection not perfection.